0: This is the World of Row Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel <Ro-a-s2> Santos. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your volume to the highest level, because it's now time for the World of row Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Roel Santos. I am a... Annoyed man, this morning. I am a podcaster. I'm a husband loving father. I'm a loving husband and father, is what I'm trying to say. And this is the podcast, and it's available to you every single Friday on I- Apple Podcasts. I almost said iTunes, Google Play, any podcasting app you have to use. For those of you that are iPhone users, the best way that you can support me and this podcast is by taking the time to write a review on iTunes. Uh, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And then maybe uh help me. Get the word out on this podcast. The word of mouth is all about growth. That's kind of like a, a rhyme, I think, from a, or a lyric from an NWA song, I think. Uh, I, I rely on you. And yes, I try to spread the love and wealth of the podcast and tell everybody about it. But if you really enjoy the show and you want to give back in some shape, some way, shape, or form, Uh, other than monetarily that would be the best way to do it and i would certainly appreciate it and if you've done that already thank you i really appreciate it again thank you oh all right guys well um how are y'all doing today how how's friday treating you so far well so i don't know what friday's gonna be like but today is thursday and i'm not having a good morning and i'm just rough you know and and um I think it's just the lack of um of a constant flow of rest is it's getting to me a little bit. I've been a little agitated, a little tired, a bit cranky i don't know i th- I think that's just normal for me to to feel this way i uh, I'm, i don't know <laughs> my my wife's gone back to work, so that's it's it's different now with my wife back at work and i I hope that she's enjoying her week back. It feels weird, I'm sure. I was gone for a month when my son was born, and uh, going back to work felt weird. I felt ready. Uh, she had, a, she had like, four months off, paid time off. I mean, you know, that was good. She got to spend all the time she could with her kids and get Jude and Amelia acclimated and familiar with each other. And, and, and those of you who do know that when you have two kids, it is it's a process and people they have to get used to each other, especially the one, the older child, when in this case Amelia, she's been by herself for the longest time and having to get used to seeing a baby with with us at all times is, uh, is something new for her. So it was good. It was good. Um, today, I don't know, I just woke up kind of in a grouchy mood and it's kind of like it's kind of seeping in in my day and and i know that you're not we're not supposed to do that right we're not we're not ever supposed to let let our mood take over us and and ruin the start of our day or go into our day and reflect how we feel throughout the day but i am my own person and uh i tend to let this happen to me on a frequent basis i guess it's just my way of channeling it out i remember the days when i would work back in the day when i was in my 20s and if i was having a bad morning or a bad day it just kind of like rippled throughout my day so 10 hours later it took me it would take me to get over it and it's kind of trickled into it trickled into my mid 20s late 20s and 30s now in my mid 30s and that's kind of bad so what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to break through that and change my thought process and how i handle things and my attitude things and yeah. Uh, I, my daughter didn't want me to leave today. That was kind of hard. So she kind of cried a little bit. And my, mo- my mom, thankfully, has been here with us this week. And she's been able to kind of burden the kids. And my nephew is, is with us, too. So she's got three kids that she's watching, my baby boy, my daughter, and my nephew. And uh, I think it's going to be okay. It's all a, an adjustment period for all of us. And hopefully... We can all overcome it, right? Uh, everything works out okay, and uh, we all just hum along. <laughs> that was another lyric. I'm in a lyrical mood this morning. Uh, what else has been going on over here? Well, I mean, we're seeing a lot of stuff happen, man. I mean, all these, all these hurricanes, and my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone that's been affected by a hurricane, especially in Puerto Rico, Virgin Islands, and Florida, Uh, we got hit well texas got hit pretty hard back in late august and uh if you all have been affected by her by one of these tragedies or these events i pray and hope that you and your family are doing well and that you're getting through this very difficult time and also i mean mexico has had like two earthquakes in like two weeks one shook up mexico city pretty bad and and it's just crazy. It's just, man, what's going on? Like, is the, what's 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 wrong with our planet here? Is God trying to tell us something? Is, I mean, we've been kind of caught up in all this. Uh, I mean, even, I mean, I'm guilty of it. This, you know, Trump stuff, racism, and what's going, and all the things that are going on in the world. I, I hope that maybe it's a sign from God saying, well, I mean, I don't know if I hope, but I mean, it's got to be something, right? I don't know. I don't know. I've been really into the planets and our solar system stuff lately, and I'm kind of scared to to think any more than that. It shouldn't be anything crazy, right? I mean, it's just Mother Nature is just on a different wavelength right now, and it's like it's on, they're on like Mother Earth. I mean, Mother Earth, mother Mother Nature is like on steroids at the moment, and you know, like there's been six hurricanes in the in the coast and in the Gulf, and it's just been whoa, you know, and the earthquakes. I mean, for the longest time, I always thought earthquakes were only in California. Crazy how they're in Mexico. I'm in a a town in Texas, Alice, Texas, back in like 1997, we actually had a little earthquake and it kind of just did a little, little tremble. Is that the right word? Tremble? Tremble? I don't know. Tremble? Like, I mean, just a little shook the, the little city for a brief moment, but it wasn't, you know, what... California experiences and what Mexico has been experiencing yeah so uh, technology right I mean there's a lot of things going on my work schedule has been hectic this week I've worked some long hours and I'm about to work one of the longest shifts in my life tomorrow in anticipation of the iPhone release and let's see how that goes typically there's always people waiting all day the day before so i'm interested to see if there if there's going to be a weight or a line forming today and i don't know if that's gonna I uh, you know it's i think people are more excited about the 10 than they are the eight i mean i am i'm more about the 10 than the eight and you, you got a lot of people that are just going to buy these phones they're going to come in and drop money like it's like it's uh water and water Like, it's play money. I don't know. I've never been one of those people to go crazy on a a launch day. I mean, you're talking to a guy who worked at GameStop for seven years and had all kinds of midnight launches, and I'd see people spend crazy money. But never at this level. I mean, I've seen people spend money on video game consoles, but, I mean, this is a different beast. A different beast. This is like my fifth or sixth iPhone launch and, and and uh people have asked me hey what's what's been the craziest one I would say hands down the 7 or the 6 has been the craziest iPhone launch and people who have Samsung phones don't seem to get how Apple has kind of dominated this thing and they're they're probably saying well it's probably it's like a culture you know they kind of it's like a cult they got this big old following and I mean it is kind of a cult but it's Apple products and everyone loves Apple products and I'm interested to see how it goes. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Can you guys tell that I'm out of it? Yeah, right? I'm a little out of it. I'm, I'm still trying to wake up. I'm still trying to wake up right now. Uh, they're just. Uh, what a week. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. But what we have to do as adults is take them take them as we can and take them in stride take the bad end with the good and kind of go with the flow and turn a negative into a positive so that's what that's what uncle rowell is trying to do right now <laughs> i'm not your uncle i am not your uncle so podcast talk right let's talk a little bit about some podcast stuff so some things that have been going on one still haven't had any time for guests. I do have a friend that's in town that I'm trying to book and get this podcast done and maybe make it another two parter. We'll, we'll see how that goes. It's all about timing. And I have another friend that's going to be in town and I want to do another two parter. So the idea is I took time off, right? So, you know, Jude was born on May 30th and I had just dropped an episode and I, my goal, my original intent was to just take two weeks off. Well, that two weeks turned into like four weeks. And then there was some gaps in between of not dropping and releasing episodes. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to release two-parters in a week to kind of get back on track and uh, get to that episode 100 by the end of the year. That's my goal. Right now we're on, what, episode 81? 81. And I was figuring it out the other day. I should be, like, on episode 88 so I, so that's about you, you. Do the math: eighty-eight minus eighty-one. That's seven weeks. So I went seven weeks without putting out a podcast. And I mean, it happens, right? I mean, I, I had a kid, and I had a fa- I had a family to take care of. I had uh, I had stuff going on. It kind of just you got to deal with that. You know, you got to take care of that. Take care of your family. Take care of business. And that's what I was doing. So that's what I that's what I want to do. I hope that you all like that idea, and maybe you will listen get more listeners right if i put two more episodes i mean an additional episode a week and and wow that didn't even sound like i was speaking english putting an additional episode out each week for maybe three weeks to kind of get back on track i think would be nice um i've done that a few times and sometimes they've been really really good and sometimes they've been eh, it could be better but either way i'm hoping that it turns out to be a A good episode if i can get to it i'm really hoping i can get to it but another announcement it's a big podcast announcement so something that i want to do and uh, what i'm working on right now and i've already reached out to some people and i'm getting i'm getting those uh those people trying to get uh trying to get them committed to doing it but last year if you've been listening to the pod um I've been doing I did something called I think it was episode 45. It was called The Roanose Podfest. So The Ronno's Podfest last year uh was with Fear, Sh- uh, IMs and and uh Mandy from and from the Little Geek Lost podcast and Sean's from uh the Horribly Awkward and of course you guys know Fear from the FYFC and Fearcast. So in honor of that, I mean, it came out the first, like the November 3rd, but we recorded it. I recorded it sometime before that. What I want to do is I'm going to do a whole month devoted to having multiple guests on one episode. And I, I've already got almost maybe three weeks filled and planned to record. I do want to do one in person with people. So if you're interested in doing this... And you want to do one in person, and if you're maybe a friend or something, uh, reach out to me. You can email me at barojrgmail.com or for friends, you can text me. We'll figure something out. But yeah, it's going to happen this year. So this is going to be the, the second annual Ronos podcast, but it's going to be a whole month. I feel like it's like Stark Expo from Iron Man 3. It's going to be, I mean, or Iron Man 2, it's going to be like that. It's going to be epic. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to doing it and I think it's going to be pretty gnarly. It's going to be pretty gnarly. And um maybe and, and some of these people that have, that you may hear, you've heard them before because they've been on the show. Uh there's probably going to be some new people that you haven't heard before. And I'm going to do my best to make these conversations fun and entertaining. I just want to do something different, guys, you know, change it up a little bit. I've been doing these uh, personal journal podcasts for about three or four weeks now, and I would like to get more guests on, but it's really, really just challenging and getting the the timing right Uh, with everything kind of slowly going back to normal at home, work wise and everything like that. It's going to be pretty easy to kind of manage and get people to come and do the podcast or maybe, you know, bookings and stuff. I'm looking forward to that. I, I just want to get back on, on track and kind of get uh, get this journal thing going again with, with guests and hearing their stories and talking about random things and, you know, just something different, something new, something pure, something fantastic. And I guess kind of switching gears and uh, just so you all know, this is, I'm recording this at a different time of day. I mean, maybe I shouldn't tell you all that because that's kind of like the secrets of podcasting is where you don't mention what time or where you record the podcast, but I'm having to do that just because I did the first 15 minutes or so earlier today and then um, my day is now ending. It's Thursday night. It's eight o'clock Texas time since I guess that would be central standard time and um, on my way home, I got a. Get ready for what's to come tomorrow I don't know if it's going to be crazy or not But uh, eh, Oh man, just a long day A long day In the line of work that I'm in I got to take a lot Got to take the bad in with the good And uh, today was one of those days I think uh, the last few weeks With this stuff I've kind of come to the end of the rope When it comes to certain things That work just kind of irritated, but that's the thing, you know. Going back to what I was saying, my day had been a very, you know, it started off kind of rough, and trying to get through it was was just a challenge, and it took me a while. But by the afternoon, I had kind of, you know, reached a reached a point where I was feeling a lot better, and I, I've I've come to learn that. Sometimes when people are upset, they're trying to project their anger onto you to relieve themselves of the anger. And then you get stuck with the the uh, frustration. But it is what it is, I guess. And um, I, I hope that tomorrow's better. hope it's a lot better. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy, right, with all these things going on weather the weather being the way it is, and uh just all these the negative vibe that we as a you know in this country're we're, what we're dealing with it's just been so weird surreal but i uh I've already gotten into that way too many times, but I wanted to give you guys like an update on the uh on the workout you know, making my fat cry twenty seventeen guys um back on june twenty third twenty seventeen I started exercising again if you guys recall, I talked about how we got a gym membership and uh, talked about uh, the goals that I had in place. I had, I had ballooned up to a staggering 245 pounds. Those of you who have known me all my life know that I've never been a really chunky guy. I'm actually always been like a... A, a pretty good decent shaped individual where i've I've maintained my weight over the years and i've been able to avoid uh, the 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 heavy weight gains well um that's that's until you find out when you when you're you have a wife when you have your wife going through pregnancy then you kind of get the cravings she does and you 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 kind of whoa excuse me guys wow whoa okay kind of divulge in a lot of things, and you find yourself eating and eating and eating. And before I knew it, and in pictures, I would think, oh, no, I don't look that bad. And sure enough, yeah, I looked pretty bad. So then anyway, so 245 pounds. Today is September 21st, going into September 22nd. I can tell you confidently that I weigh a a slim trim, still working on this weight loss and, and body change. Uh, of 211 pounds that's right people i have lost 34 pounds in 3 months and i am so excited about it just because when you put on weight and when you get on a on a lifestyle change and you try to get back on track you you almost watch like the time go at a slow pace and you're like oh man and then the things that you know start happening for you when you realize like the uh I can put my pants on and I they don't feel as tight I can bend over to tie my when I'm sitting down I can bend down and tie my shoelaces without having a problem I can just bend down so much better I my body starts to feel better my like just energized and and, and you know that's that's what happened it's been awesome and I'm not trying to boast or brag but a lot of people have been kind of curious And if you're friends on Facebook and you follow me on Facebook, I didn't put it on the World of Row Facebook page, but if we're friends, my wife put a picture up this past weekend, you know, um, documenting the beginning to now. Or actually three days ago, on Monday, she took two photos at one uh, side by side, me in June and then me now. And you don't really notice it until you see a picture and you're just like, wow. And, you know, and... (laughs) I I wish, and I think as we all do, I wish I would have taken nutrition and my what I eat and what I put in my body more seriously when I was younger because I probably could have dramatically changed the way I looked back in my twenties. But you don't know any better, you know. You don't take it seriously, and you just kind of like, oh, I worked out, I ran three miles, I'm gonna eat whatever I want, and I would do that, you know. I I would I worked at, uh, when I was living in Corpus, I had a Gold's Gym. Like right next to where I lived. I mean, so I would walk from my apartment to the Gold's Gym and I would do sometimes like 45 minutes in cardio and I'd pump some, you know, I'd pump some iron. I'd lift some weights and then I'd go and eat like a, like a, like a horrible, like a horrible burger. And then I would just, I would, I would do that on a continuous basis. And my weight would always stay the same or I wouldn't see a change in my body. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Well, it's because I wasn't eating right. And I think now, and especially because I have my wife and my wife, like when she goes all in on something, she learns about it. Kind of similar to what I do, but on another level. So she figured out all the all the like the meals and what to eat and what not to eat and kind of like stay on this, stay on that, don't eat that. And it's just like, holy shoot, holy shit, holy shoot, why didn't I do this a long time ago when my metabolism was at a much faster pace, and I I could probably have made a a faster change to my body, but now, you know, I weigh 211 211 pounds, the lightest I've weighed since high school, I believe was like 209, and that was two years ago, so I'm trying to get down to like, my goal is to get down to 200, maybe 195 I don't know if I – that that's the hard part, right, because I'm, I'm sort of plateauing at the moment. So I'm thinking I need to change something up. And uh, if you have any advice, if you if you have experience doing this, tell me what, what you have done to lose the weight and how you kind of got back on track and, or, you know, changed your routine. Uh, I've tried to incorporate less cardio and trying to, you know, tone up a little bit, but I still do a lot of cardio. I've heard mixed – opinions on how that works like if you're trying to lose weight you should i mean if you're trying to get big you shouldn't run so much but if you're trying to drop the pounds you got to run more and you got to do this and i'm like oh, man, i want to i want the best of both worlds but i realize that that's not really going to happen because when you're on when you're running and you're doing cardio you're burning muscle faster than you are fat which is crazy you burn you burn more fat when you're following you know your snack routine and you're eating it the right times because you're getting your metabolism going at a faster pace and your body's breaking down the food and is digesting it and processing it. I just learned all this. So <laughs> I'm I'm telling you because you are the dear listener of my podcast and some of the things that I've learned, right, I want to share with you. Anyway, well, I'm looking forward to that. So 34 pounds in three months. Who's to say in three more months in December, right before Christmas, fingers crossed, I'm down to my 200-pound goal. Or maybe even under 200 pounds, and I haven't been under 200 pounds since I was maybe 20 years old or 21 years old. But it, it's it's been fun. It's been great, and I think the best part about it is the journey, right? Anytime you're you're searching, you're reaching for a goal, right? Whether it be podcasting, weight training, or lifestyle change, or career path, it's all about the journey and the struggles and the triumphs getting there. And it's it's definitely been fun. It's probably um, I think. In the last three years, because that's when I started to take it very seriously about losing weight and or taking better care of myself, especially when my daughter was born, because after that pregnancy I had gained quite a bit of weight I, I started to uh take it you know take it seriously and try to maintain it, but sometimes we all fall off, and I think over the course of the last three years, I've gone from like two eleven to two thirty to two forty 240 to two forty five back down to two twelve two eleven but if my advice to you, if you're going to do this, you got to get on Herbalife because my wife does that stuff and she got us both on it. And my wife has seen a drastic change. She's lost over 30 pounds, too. And she's she's very strict to the lifestyle and she eats right and no cheap meals or cheat days, just 100 percent aggressive and devoted to it. And she's been doing it for like the last year and a half. And, you know, the, the first time around, she lost at least 30 pounds as well. So back at it now after Jude was born we got we got serious into the gym and working out and staying healthy and trying to take better care of ourselves because and I tell people this all the time because I, I find out, you know, one of my coworkers who just turned forty, all his kids are practically out of high school and I'm here I am thirty five and I have a three year old and a four month old, so my life's just beginning with my kids, so I have to kinda stay on it and uh Look like a young, you know, not a young dad, but a, a healthy father that takes care of himself and chases after his kids when he needs to. That's what my goal is. Um. So anyway, yeah, creatively, you know, the, the people have asked like, hey, the podcast, you know, you took time off and you've done episodes of just you talking. Are you stifled? Creatively stifled. Am I creatively stifled? I don't think so. I think I'm more... At a point where it's just kind of like a standstill, and I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid any type of uh, dry period or rest period where I'm not where I'm not getting repeat guests, and, and 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 unfortunately, it's happened. Right? I mean, Sam's been on the podcast three times, and Chris Mata's been on the show two times, and my dad's been on a couple of times. Uh, I mean, just you know. A bunch of people have have uh, have done the show a couple of times, and I I don't want it to be that way. But sometimes it's just really hard. I've been wanting to do one of the things that I wanted to do was to go to comedy shows and try to run into comedians. But you know that didn't go entirely as planned. And it's almost it's almost a little frustrating and i kind of just can't get the right pace and time set and i know i keep talking about this but it's just like well maybe this isn't a creatively stifling moment because now i'm kind of giving you guys me i mean it, it technically really is my world i'm supposed to be talking about me more than my guests but I want to get back to that. And that's why I'm doing the Ronos podcast, And I want to be more aggressive in doing two part interviews to kind of get back on track. And I've reached out to people like I like. So, for example, uh, back in December when I had Steve on the podcast, <coughs> uh, Steve Trevino, I had John Stringer on the podcast at the same time. You know, he was like a the other half of the interview. I want to do one where. I have a full conversation with John because I think John and I barely scratched the surface and I still keep in touch with the guy. He's done some great things in the last few months. uh, It seems like his comedy career is really taking off and he went all in. You know, he's touring, he's doing dates. I mean, I remember him telling me in 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 the podcast that we did in December how he was concerned because he took two weeks off from doing gigs because he got married. And all of a sudden he said the dates were starting to... No dates were coming in, and then all of a sudden, I started getting a bunch of dates. And he's like, "Now I'm I'm good." You know, at the time, he said I'm good till February, or or he said January. I can't remember, but anyway, but I'm following him, and I'm seeing all these dates kind of just fill up. I mean, the guy did a, a show with Chingo Bling; it was on Netflix, so now you can see John on Netflix. He's He's coming. He's coming around. You know, he's he's making the scenes, and he's an Austin, Texas boy. I think he just recently moved to Dallas, and I was a little bummed about that because him and I had been talking since you know since the since December, saying, "Hey, man, whenever you come into town, let's do this." And he came to San Antonio a few times, but unfortunately, just my time was just preoccupied with work and wrestling wrestling shows too. Was running the ropes podcast. I wanted to go to wrestling shows and. You know, Jeff and Rudy and I have talked about getting together or I just ca- hanging out with them at those shows. That, w- that, that would be really cool, and it hasn't happened. And, you know, hopefully it does happen. I think that the fall with the fall here, it's going to be uh, things will open up, and I think they'll be a, easier to handle. And I think it's going to be pretty dope. I think it'll be very dope. And speaking of, uh, I was talking about the Ronos Podfest, uh, reached out to some people, and I'm getting some great feedback about coming on the show. I think we've got the the right amount of people and uh, the right amount of guests that I want to have and just kind of give you guys something new. I'm going to talk about this on a weekly basis until it starts, just because, I mean, it is right around the corner, and I kind of thought of this just out of nowhere because I did that thing last year, the Ronos Podfest, and I called it that, but... I was like, "Well, I gotta do something different. I gotta try something different. Maybe multiple guests." And I know uh, Sean from the Horribly Awkward. He's been on the the podcast, and I've been on his show a couple of times. He's been on mine a couple of times, but he he's done that where he's done skits, comedy skits with three different people from other podcasts, and it's just it's pretty cool how he does that. And I'm just like, you know, what? I want to do something. I want to do something different, and maybe it'll give me the uh, increased uh, increased exposure. And maybe get the podcast going again And um, kind of finish out the year strong And get into episode 100 Can you believe it guys In January next year The podcast will be two years old And I remember starting out And just hoping that it would do good And learning technology And learning how to edit It's like full circle And I, I, I mean this isn't the, really the time to talk about it But I'm just saying It's like wow time. Where, where does the time go? You know, we as adults, when you're kids, when we're all kids, we don't think about how time moves so fast. And as adults, it moves so fucking fast you can't even keep up with it. And uh Yeah, I don't know. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. There was something I wanted to talk about, but I don't know what it was. It's I seem to have lost it. We did we tried to do an episode of Pick and Row. That didn't go well. I think I've already mentioned that. That was kind of funny, um, man. Guys, I hope you're still with me, and I'm not doing this to be boring. But you know, you know the the other part, I guess, to touch kind of quickly is, I, man, I I really don't know. Uh, I was listening to, I was listening to STP's Tiny Music album the other day. I guess I'll talk about this. I've, you know, that album, I know a lot of people talk about how great that album is, and it is really great, but have you really, like, Wyland's lyrics are really depressing. I and mean, the beat may be upbeat and exciting, you know, but Scott Wyland just wasn't a really dark place. And I think that, and unfortunately, with his, uh, you know, his passing, I think that if anybody can, if there's a takeaway from that is, the state of mind he was in when it all happened I mean because the guy was I mean for years right I mean I read his book and he had some serious problems but just where he was at and I think that the takeaway from the music because I've heard Paul McCartney talk about this he says you know the Beatles we never wrote about anything bad or war or anything like that it was pretty much positive peaceful and loving music And when I think of that, I'm like, okay, that that's great because they do the Beatles send a very strong message with their music. I mean, as far as political politically, I mean, if you want to get technical revolution is the only one that kind of has that type of feel to it. But everything else is just like wow, loving and powerful. And then it got me thinking. You know, STP is like one of my favorite bands. But when I listen to the music, I mean, I get the I love the music. But then when I listen to like the lyrics, when you're hearing the songs, they're just downright sad. And then you hear Wyland talking about him. So he's talking about interstate love song and everybody loves interstate love song. And it's a great song. It's got a catchy beat. Right. It's a you get into it. But the song is about him like. You know, with his his infidelities with his wife or something. You know, him being, him cheating on her and not being able to uh, get his life together, being a her- being on heroin. I mean, it's just what the fuck. And I'm at a stop sign right now. That's why you hear the uh, the turning signal going off. And there's like a homeless dude right here, and I feel really bad. Just, uh, yeah. Tough times for some people, right? It's, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, but I mean, music, music's good for the soul. For some people, it, it you know, for, it, if you want to get into feeling into a certain place, right? If, so like, I know when I'm hanging out with my dad, I got to listen to a lot of, uh, 60s music. Um, if I want to listen to 60s, 70s music, some, some 90s, some, some 2000s, cause he's, Really, more of a YouTube fan. I try to play him some of the music I like, and he kind of gets like a very mixed reaction. And I'm just like, "What the heck?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're you grew up in the '60s. I get it. It's like the best era of rock and roll. I totally get it. But the '90s was pretty damn close. It's pretty damn close, bud. Anyway, guys, um. That's pretty much all I have this week, and uh, I hope that you all are still with me. Uh, I'm definitely trying to get things going again, and I've got this plan in place and got some good people lined up, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun just to have random conversations with people again because I haven't had one in quite some time on this podcast, and I know you guys are really used to hearing that, and uh, I apologize to you. It's coming. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now as... uh, who sang that song? I don't know. Anyway. Okay, guys. As always, uh, you can follow me on social media, Twitter, and Instagram at Raul Santos Jr. You can see the cool picture of my weight loss change or my my body change from my, weight, from my lifestyle change. Uh, mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash world of row is the Facebook page of world of row. You can also email me at Raul sjrigmi Gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And if you can, iPhone user, you. Just like 95% of Write a review on iTunes for me. Just do that real quick. It's like a minute. If you haven't done it, please do it. If you have done it, fuck yeah, you're off. Awesome. Anyway, guys, um, again, I want to wish uh, you know, wish the people in Florida, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, and in Houston, and in Mexico for the earthquakes and the hurricanes that have been all. Been, you know that have devastated those areas. I knew all of my thoughts and prayers, and I hope that you all get through some of these difficult times, you and your family. God be with you in this uh, recovery process. As always, guys, you've been listening to the World of Row. World of Row turns. Have a great weekend.